previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Our adventurers have now arrived at their destination. They can see griffins flying, and they are approaching a rise clearly topped with a nest. Let's run it like a pyrocross play. Lay it on me. <laughs> we all just bum rush, and everyone else runs interference. Okay, so someone get a griffin suit. Like oh, a sexy griffin suit? Yeah, and we're going to lure it away. No, I'm going to do this. and I'm going to cast Dust Devil at approximately where their nest is. The griffins, they're focused on this dust devil threat. Look at Milo. Wrap trunk around body. Lift him straight up into the air. Okay, I'm cool with that. And I and I just I start running. I mean, just straight up the hill. And then I'll have Toby teleport me and Manny 15 feet closer. You wind up popping up right where the griffin was attacking the dust devil. When we teleport, all of a sudden we just go from standing there to beak to trunk with this griffin. I would just like to offer you up. <laughs> Shut down, Milo. <laughs> Pull out jar of honey. Giving the griffin honey, damn it. I wish it was a bear, but it's not. It's a griffin. And I had one plan of mine. Am I able to reach in and scoop up some feathers? Yes. I'll give a reverend bow to the griffin. Yeah, well, the griffin's going to attack you. When he tries to beak me, I just cup his beak with the jar of honey. Well, I'm going to scoop up as many feathers as I possibly can into my boundless pockets and just, like, running down the hill. Toby winds up teleporting Manny out of there. Yes. Then the dive-bombing griffin is going to wind up swiping down on Thad. Dixon, are you going to let loose your witch bolt? Eh, not really. Yes. In this case, the spell just fails. Damn it. So the griffin from the nest is going to get one more chance to attack Manny I would like to use my reaction to intercept. You guys did get away from the griffins, though. You get under the trees and uh, <laughs> just casually walk home. My plan worked perfectly. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. I just want everybody to know that I got a stiffy right now because I'm happy to be recording with you guys. Brad Richards. I just want you to know I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And everything that you stand for. (laughs) Fuck you and your stiffy. Matt Smith. So if you donate sperm, they freeze it. But when they're inseminating someone, do they thaw it back out? Do they warm it up? What's the procedure? (laughs) Do they just leave it on a counter until it's ready to go on a windowsill like a pie? Like a baby bottle? They just put in a little heating (laughs) machine and then just squirt it in there? Right. Yeah, what what do they do to it before it goes in the turkey baster? (laughs) I'm sure you could Google that. I'm not going to Google that. Is that what you lay at night thinking about? It occurred to me. I mean, that is a good thought. There's there's clearly a procedure. <laughs> I want to know what I it mean, is. Yeah. What is it, though? Right, so is it thaw? Is it... Do they throw it in the microwave? One of us needs to go to a bank. No, I sit on it like a mother hen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't tell you what the procedure is, but I can tell you that our final member of this podcast is Brad oh, Renfro. Oh, my fucking God. If you hated Ben's intro, Brad, did you hear about that... Uh, that explosion at the cheese factory in France. There was debris everywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. I hope all of you <laughs> meet an untimely death. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Hey, Paul, guess what? What? My penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Then the librarian told me to take it out. <laughs> uh, good job. Good job. Uh... <laughs> We are a 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We have been going now for 108 episodes. I think this is the 8th episode of our second campaign. And this is what we're all about. Making inappropriate jokes and just joshing around with each other. We have a grand old time. 
and hopefully you will too as we take the next step in our adventure in Rauveria. So, our adventurers are students at the Arkshine. The Arkshine is a wizarding college, a magic college, and one of the things that powers the school after the gods disappeared from Campaign 1 is something called a surge. That surge was failing. So our adventurers were tasked by uh, Professor Kane to go and find more magical items that they could slot back into the surge in order to make it work. To that end, they went out into the wild. They rooted around in a griffin's nest, fought off a couple of griffins, and gathered their feathers. And now they are headed back to the Arkshine with their treasure. Because of their battle, they leveled up to level five last episode. So congratulations, gentlemen. Claps all around. Woo, woo, woo. We won't go into detail about what your characters got for level five, because for the most part, not much happens between levels four and five, but we will certainly revisit what our characters have been doing as they grow as future levels come. But jumping ahead, you have traveled back from your time out in the wild and you approach the Arkshine. You can see the tower standing tall, the Arkthanium, which is the library that forms the massive base around the tower. All of it is lit up and you can tell that the surge is clearly operational again. You walk through the front doors of the Arkthanium and you see the massive atrium that has the fountain spurting water with um, all the different symbols of the houses of the Arkshine. And uh, I leave it to you. Where would you like to go now that you have the feathers in hand? To the teacher? To give them to him? Fuck him. Well, we could definitely either go to the dean first uh, of Chromathar, or we can go straight to Professor Fackham Kane, who was the one working on the surge. I think going to either one would work. About the dean of Chromathar, would you describe her as a handsome woman? I would say so. She's a drow. Then we're going to the dean of Chromathar. <laughs> okay, but after that, we're going to go drop these off where they have to go. Used to say that's not what the Dean of Chromathar Yeah, I mean, she can also so take them and deliver it too. I don't think it matters. So I guess we'll go back to the Dean first. Nice. So let's do that. Okay. You head up the tower towards the Dean of Chromathar, whose name is Dean Doval. Her door is closed. You rap on the door. She calls you in. And uh, as you enter, she is seated behind her desk. She sets aside some papers, and you can see that she has a handkerchief up to her nose. And she says with a slightly nasally voice, Oh, well, welcome back. Were, were you successful in getting the, uh, the griffin feathers? No. Yes, um, we did. We did collect uh, some, some griffin feathers that we can use. Are you, are you sick right now or something? Is, is everything okay? Oh, um... Off in that schneef. Yeah, I'm feeling a little under the weather. Uh, there seems to be a bug going around the school right now. And, uh... uh oh, I, I'm so sorry. Um, perhaps bless you should you. go speak to... Uh, thank, thank there you. There are no gods to bless her. <laughs> perhaps you should go speak to Professor Kane instead. Because I, I don't want to get you sick. So many students are falling ill. So you're saying they're down? With, with the, the sickness? sickness. <laughs> And their bodies have hit the floor. I mean, I'm sure it's just uh, a seasonal seasonal flu. It'll it'll pass. <laughs> Can't you just cast <laughs> cure disease? <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Yeah, maybe I can give you a hand there. Can I cast cure wounds on her? Will that work? You could try casting cure wounds on her. Do you have a surge to uh, let that happen without penalty? I got a pocket full of feathers. Do you have a surge? Because remember... Magic does not work predictably unless you're casting a cantrip. That's right. Hey, Manny, do you by chance have a potion for the nose that uh, she could use? Could you make one real quick? Make a potion for the nose? Yes, to help out her sinuses. She seems very sick. I feel like it'd be the nice thing to do. I don't know if I have a surge right now. I just have a pocket full of feathers. We just went to the depths of hell for feathers for this broad. Now I'm you pretty want to sure. Make a potion? 
I'm pretty sure you have a stolen surge somewhere. I thought I used it to cast the dust devil to get the feathers. Surges recharge every day at dawn. I will just cast cure wounds on her. <laughs> I mean, I have this mystery potion. We could see if it works. I don't want to do that. Might cure her her disease. It might have her fly into the air. <laughs> yeah, it could do a handful of things. Yeah, I'm okay without the magic potion. I think I made it right for healing this time. Does she, uh, I would like to ask if she has a chill from her her disease. <laughs> No, no chills right now. But if she had chills, if she did have chills, I would offer her my ring of warmth. <laughs> so yes, I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna go up and touch her hand very calmly and say, "I hope you feel better." And I'm going to cast cure wounds on her with my surge, and it's going to be a uh, I rolled a three, which it's one, and that's by one d eight plus four, so seven HPs. I don't know if that even like cures her disease, but. It does not cure her disease. Does she at least feel better? She says, Well, I do I do feel a little invigorated, but I didn't want to stop you in case it did work, but our, our healers have not been able to cure this disease just yet. It seems to be resistant to magic or something like that. So we're thinking that there might be some sort of special bug. I know. That means the secret is love, and I give her a big old hug. Oh, oh, that's 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 very kind of you. Um, no, no, no. I'm sure we'll figure it out. It's it's just a temporary bug, and everybody will be fine. Well, you'll feel better now. You'll see. Uh, you should go before you you catch it. So, uh, I will talk to you later. Can you just show me the the feathers? I'll go ahead and mark your extra credit right now. Yeah, I'll just show her a pocket full of feathers. Oh my. That's, that's a lot of feathers, yes. Okay. My other uh, pocket has some, too. Uh, Pineapple. Okay. Uh, I'm about to sneeze, so take the feathers away. Uh, Quick, stick a finger under her nose. I use my trunk and just <laughs> <laughs> right under her nose. Just nose to nose. Uh, all right. Yeah. And then you sneeze. Let me go ahead and mark down your, your extra credit. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Right, so, if... Our classes don't actually matter because the only thing that matters is the final exam at the end of the year. Where does this extra credit go towards? The final exam. But the final exam is like you die or you pass. There you pass. Did we not uh, clarify? Your grades will affect the bonuses that you have when you go into the final test. It's yes. like the Hunger Games. So you bonus die. Wait a second. That was never clarified coming into senior year here. Yeah, I thought I'm that gonna only... need, I'm going to need Thad to start attending classes. <laughs> yeah, I thought the only, the only uh, reason you'd want to attend classes is so you maybe had some knowledge going in, not that you'd have some actual grades. It's like, you know, uh, instead of going in there with no weapons, you might go in there with weapons. The weapon of knowledge. No, like weapons of machine guns. What for idiots, <laughs> right, Dixon? <laughs> yeah. We've been going to our classes all semester. Yeah, Thad with bitch. an RPG sounds better than Thad with a spear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I'm sorry that we did not make that clear, but yes, gr- better grades means better bonuses. And then, of course, also knowing, like, being prepared for what may come. I'm just here for the Glee Club. Dang. Well, I'm dumb as shit, so. <laughs> the Glee Club? Like they gonna make a club after a TV show. All right, well, it looks like Sorry, I get to... man, but I I don't smart too well. <laughs> when did that become your voice? I don't uh, do the reading thing too well. I got the dumbs. We just have to go to Kane. Yes, we can deliver the feathers to him now, Mr. Kane. So I'd like to do that, and uh, I guess would I know where he's at? Like I doubt he hasn't been working on the surge for two days. I just go to class. I stick a feather in my cap from the griffin feathers, and I take it off my head and go, thank you, madame, and I give it a little flutter, and then I put it back on my head, and I say, onward to Professor Kane's office. But his parents, when they were raising Professor Kane, would you say that they were raising Kane? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Um, anyway, let's so not sit on that for very long. You head down to <laughs> Professor Kane's office, his office or his classroom? His office. Well, I guess if he has an office in the same building, I guess I, I'd check his office instead. 
Well, it is one giant tower, so yes, it is in the same building. Our answer is the same. Okay, so you go to his office. The door is slightly ajar, and I when, thought it was a door. <laughs> it's only it's only slightly ajar. It's still a door. Sit down, Paul. <laughs> Where's the lid? It's mostly a door. <laughs> so you open up the door, and Professor Kane is there. He has his um, telescoping monocle over his eye, and he is working on some sort of contraption on his desk. When he hears the door creak open. He looks up quickly, and you can see his big bulbous eye behind his telescoping monocle. Ah! <laughs> and then he quickly takes a oilcloth and covers the contraption that he was working on and says, Oh, welcome back, boys. How fared your trip out to get the griffin feathers? Oh, that went real well. I got lots of feathers in my pockets now, but what was that cool thing that made your eye look big? Ah, that is my uh, telescoping monocle. It helps me to see the things that I'm working on. What were you working on just now? A bit of this, a bit of that. Uh, it is essentially a piece of a surge to help improve the way that we use each of the magical items so that they don't run out quite as quickly. Well, will these feathers help then? And I'll just give him one of my pocket full of feathers. Why did you cover it up like a weirdo when we walked in? Because it's none of your concern. <laughs> it's not finished yet. It's a penis pump. Professor, if there's uh, any extra room for even more extra, extra credit, you know I, you know I, from class that I'm pretty good at working on some of these things. If you, if you wanted help or need a, need a helping hand or another set of eyes on whatever you're working on, I'd be happy to help. Well, now that I mean, is he's most... got his penis pump. I don't think he needs you sucking his dick too. I want to help with the <laughs> penis pump. <laughs> Well, that is very kind of you uh, there, Manny, and I will certainly keep it in mind. Normally, we reserve our research assistantships until graduate school, but uh, you have proven yourself quite adept. But if you only got one feather, then perhaps not so adept. But he's got a pocket, got a pocket full of feathers. One feather? Drop me a beat, boys, and I'm going to start just making it rain, feathers. I got a strip club. <laughs> I'm going to climb up on a... Uh, the walls shell and just start making it rain. Disappointed in myself for that one. I'm sorry. Say, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of feathers because Manny started dropping that beat, yo. <laughs> but. Making <laughs> it rain. Um, so the feathers go flying everywhere and they're fluttering to the ground, and Professor Kane says, Oh, well, good to know that you managed to get enough feathers to replenish our stores but not so great to know that they're now all over my floor. Yes, Manny, I will I will consider your your request. Meanwhile, I think I'm going to have to clean up these feathers. Milo, pick up the feathers real quick, please. Use your trunk. That's not going to be more efficient than you using your hands. <laughs> Things like a reef blower. I wish Wang, it, I wish it functioned blower. the same way as a reef blower. Does it not? <laughs> not not like that. How does it work? Ah, minimally sometimes, but mm. it doesn't just like blow air. <laughs> it works just like your nose would. I can blow air out of my nose. Maybe. Yeah, but can you suck things up to pick things up with it? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, in that's, that's incredible. <laughs> but So you can. Just Milo, just, just, <laughs> just do me a favor. All right, we're pick gonna up, pick up the feathers. All right, real Let's... quick and 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 set them set them nicely. Okay, on the on the desk over there in the corner. Okay, if everybody just picks up ten feathers, this will go a lot smoother. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> Professor, I appreciate you you offering to to levy levy in on it. You know, I'm always just looking for any outside opportunity to learn. Uh, just just always trying to. Trying to learn as much as I can about the way things work. So, if you can help me in, I think that I could be of of assistance with to you. But, yeah, just let me know. Can you be with assistance with uh, picking up these feathers? I said if everyone picks up ten, this will go a lot quicker. Dad will assist with some feathers. And while he's doing that, he would like to ask the professor, is it possible to use our extra credit and apply it as negative credit on another student? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I follow. Like, if we wanted another student in this school to do worse, could I give up my extra credit 
to subtract points from them. No, I'm sorry, Thad. It doesn't work like that. I see what Thad's <laughs> going to, and I try to give him some low bones with my trunk. <laughs> see, there's a student of yours, I believe. <laughs> and he really deserves this. I think you know who I'm talking about. I'm not sure that I do, but if you have some sort of ill will towards somebody, then I'm sure that the fact that they're probably down with the flu right now is is going to be some sort of karma comeuppance. That does make me feel better. Like three quarters of the school seem to have fallen ill. <laughs> I was going to say, how, how do you know that the individual student that he has in mind is down with the flu right now? Wait a second. Because he hates his guts too. If everybody has the flu, I'm going to pull a scarf out of my pocket and wrap it around my face like a mask. I don't want to get sick. After you went and hugged Dean Doval when she was clearly sick. <laughs> yes, this is the moment of epiphany, and therefore the moment that I choose to act. My character is not the brightest. He's very friendly. Fair enough. I think I'm doing this correctly. Professor Kane says, Yes, I, I don't know exactly who you're talking about, but I do know that a large majority of our students are ill, and there are actually no classes today for that very reason. We've, we've sent many of them to the uh, infirmary, but they do not seem to be recovering. All right, well, you got the feathers. We appreciate the, the information that you've given us. Um, and I guess, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll go shower up from our journey and get on, get on with our, with our days. Let's hit the showers, lads. Team shower. <laughs> Me and Thad will show you how it's done. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm always kind of naked. Just please don't mistake <laughs> me for the soap again. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pardon? Who did that <laughs> to you? It was you, freshman year. It was not. Don't don't lie. Don't lie to these people. That is not what happened. And I, I will not cannot be remember this more clearly. You have the wrong elephant. <laughs> the wrong elephant in the whole school. <laughs> There's not just one of me. <laughs> if I picked you up with my trunk and rubbed you on my taint, that seems wrong. You had a phase. It's fine. And did I black out for the entire the entirety apparently of freshman year? Apparently you grabbed the smallest individual you could and just rubbed them all over your sweaty putrid elephant body. <laughs> okay. okay. I see how we're playing it the happens, rest of this campaign, boys. It happens to everybody. Why is Don't worry. All... I'm going to start spreading rumors, too. <laughs> About who? About all of you fuckers. The overachievement gonna... stress got to you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that freshman year. Just what are we snack. are seniors now? What are you gonna spread about Dixon Cider? Oh, there's a there's a lot of things himself? that Dixon Cider can spread and has spread, and I will not bring this up right now. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna cut all of this, so this is not canon. <laughs> so is it canon or not that I rubbed Milo on my taint? That is not <laughs> canon. Ooh, right in the team. What? That's where we're cutting it. Okay, I'll behave. <laughs> All right, we'll work it back into the story somehow. We that's know fine. I could pick him up with my trunk from the last episode. Maybe that's how I was so confident it would work. And your trunk is, uh, what is it? Like, it gives you five feet of five extra feet reach. Of reach yeah. So you could definitely reach your taint with it. Right in the team. <laughs> say, soap is tiny. I am tiny. That's all I was going for. You're just mistook me for soap. We don't have to just. But you're the size of a bar of soap? No. That would be a. If I reach for a bar of soap and I grabbed a full on. Child. Actually, I feel like halfling. Whoa! Oh, college Whoa. student that I is child sized. Like, <laughs> I feel like a halfling would have like smaller bars of soap than the average person. So I guess Loxon, you might have larger bars of soap than the average person. It might be the size of a halfling. Yeah. Well, he's a kender. How tall are you? Whatever the fuck he is. How tall are you, though? Not very. Like, give me feet. Gobble. I mean, you're talking like you're 12 Three. inches tall. Three feet. No shot as bar of soap. For an be. elephant? I'm only a he's seven eight, foot tall guy. He's seven feet tall. <laughs> I'm literally pretty much the same size as the wall. We're not using three foot tall blocks of soap. Oh, <laughs> we has let the joke I said slide. I just can't wait to spread rumors about you guys. <laughs> Let's just spread all these rumors about Titus. What do we say? <laughs>
bit of a different cue for the mid-roll music today, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Paul Camper here, joining you for just a moment. This week is a short episode, so how about I try and make this a short mid-roll? How's that? Announcements for this week are mainly a heads-up sort of thing, since we don't have definitive details yet, but we do have some announcements. First thing is that we are finalizing the Patreon physical rewards for those patrons who supported us for at least three of the past six months at the $25 tier. They will be getting a goodie box with show-related exclusives, and we should have that list of goodies finalized in the next few weeks. Finalized in the next few weeks. And we'll be posting that list on socials and in future mid-rolls. So keep an eye out for that. Past exclusives have included miniatures, dice towers, dice trays, t-shirts. So should be some good stuff. For those of you who are new to the show or haven't yet joined our Patreon, you may be hearing about this for the first time. We have all sorts of extra content on patreon.com slash deathsavingbros. Tiers start as low as $2 a month for bloopers and pre-show recordings, which are being posted all the time. But if you're really interested in those special rewards I was talking about, you have between July 2023 and December 2023 to get at least three months under your belt as a Shade Arrow member. That's lots of time, but don't wait too long because those rewards will be coming out again as before you know it. And that brings me to the second announcement, which is about something that will eventually become available to our patrons for download, but will also be featured on our show for everyone else to hear. And that particular thing is a new original soundtrack composition that is going to be made for the show. Again, once we have more details, we'll share those. But for now, just know that we are... We're excited about this one, and we're going to be working with the same composer of the new Arkshine theme. And those are all the announcements. So before getting you back to the episode, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to our current patrons that support us financially and have made this show possible. Those who have joined our Patreon at the $5 tier get a shout out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout out right now. Ryan Cushman, Gene L. Jackson, and Gavin Knox. Thank you for your support. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay, where do we leave off? Let's all hit the showers. Oh yeah, let's all hit the showers. Just don't mistake me for the soap next time. So it is canon. <laughs> Alright, so you guys head to your dormitory, and you shower up, you uh, clean up, and you wind together. up... Together. Together, as a team, and you wind up going back to your dormitory. Together. As, <laughs> as you pass through the common room, you realize that you know, in the short time that you've been there, normally there's a group or two of people milling about in that space, but there's nobody there. All the doors are closed, and if you listen closely, you can hear coughing behind several of the doors. Guys, awesome shower for one. Thad, way to... <laughs> Thad, way to, uh, way to, way to bring the uh, Pyrocross, like, team mentality to this educational team. <laughs> With uh, some of the some of the things that you were doing, some of in the there. horseplay and the <laughs> the antics. <laughs> yes, way to way to make uh, Milo and Dixon feel like they were part of our team. Like when I did the a towel when I rolled it up real tight. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know what you were talking about. I was bathing in the sink. <laughs> you were still getting hit with the horseplay. I have a five foot reach with my trunk. I'm sorry. I don't want to get hit with um, any horseplay, whatever that means. <laughs> but, don't you mean elephant play? <laughs> Uh, 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 or turtle play. Turtle. <laughs> I don't want the elephant play, the turtle play, or any byproduct of those two playing. What about pig play? <laughs> Anyways, guys. Fully acceptable. Okay, noted. As long as there's no foul play. Milo likes <laughs> pig play. Okay, he said as long around. as there's no foul play. Say, horsing around's fine. <laughs> Anyways, 
Does anybody else find it extremely odd that we leave, we're gone for, what, two days, and we come back, and every single person's sick? No. That's why I'm talking through my scarf. Except for Fackham. He was all right. It's because he's been holed up working on his penis pump. So dude's just been masturbating heavily in his office while everybody else has gotten sick? <laughs> Moral of the story, if you want to stay healthy. <laughs> you jack off a lot. We're not about to do a ripoff of, like, COVID, are we? Did Fackham eat a bat? <laughs> <laughs> That's where this all starts. I'm just trying to say, guys, it's, uh... I mean, it just seems odd. Don't Everybody's look, sick. Don't look me in the eyes after we just came out of a shower together. Okay. <laughs> you can chill out. You're okay. I saw in the shower. <laughs> if that makes you feel good about yourself, great. We could add some more there later, but... Why won't you look at me? We showered together. It wasn't like that, guys. It was just fun. <laughs> it was just fun. <laughs> it was morale building. And then from behind you, you hear a voice. Well, you know what else is fun? The fact that I have a far superior surge to anything that you could build, there, Manfred. You shut the fuck up. Is this Titus? In walks Titus. Oh my goodness. Ugh. And he is followed by two of his friends that he tends to hang out with. One of them looks to be a little bit under the under the weather, but the other one seems okay. And Titus is just brimming with a self-assured smile. You shut How close your is Titus standing to the doorway? <laughs> uh, he's five feet inside the door. How long have you been watching <laughs> us? Since the showers? It's kinda... kinda weird, man. That's... that's real... that's real odd. What are you doing here? Why have you followed us into our... into our rooms? We just faked the surge for the whole school. What are you talking about? There's a lot of questions there, and I'm going to <laughs> say... The shower one is the most important. <laughs> I did not follow you from the showers. I just happened to be walking into the common room. You have your door open. So, here I am gloating on the fact that I have a superior surge. But we just fixed the school's surge. No, you didn't. That was f that was Professor Kane. No, Professor Kane asked for our help, and not yours. The door was open. Wait, so are we in? Are we in our own room, or are we in the common room? And the door to the common room is open. I thought you were in the common room, but I if we're in our I'll bedroom, I'm one hundred percent just pushing him out. Like I'm not gonna say a word. I'm just gonna just shove. And close the door in his face. Because fuck's that. Okay, then we're going to say you're in the common room. <laughs> Titus, you didn't have to come here to gloat. That's really sad. Also, <laughs> eat a dick. That's all. I'll <laughs> I mean, I'll stab mean, motherfucker right. Is that the best that you've got? I mean, what, what do mean, you that's want all that's me needed. to say? <laughs> Seriously, it's not even worth my time or effort. Number two. Can I draw my hand axes? Man, this guy walked all the way up to our common room <laughs> to talk shit and just got deflated instantly by being told to eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that... <laughs> I mean, I thought I said something, too. No, you, you did, but all I'm trying to say is I think, <laughs> I think, like, it means a lot more if he comes up to try to gloat, we just ignore him and don't play into it, that that's more insulting than actually trying to insult him. But what if Regardless, Titus. I think it would actually drive him to insanity. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> But also, what if you just... Boop. Dead. <laughs> what if we just killed him? <laughs> Who are you again? That'd be a great prank. <laughs> Who are you again, number two? <laughs> you wasn't supposed to die. <laughs> that quickly. Fine. If you don't want to engage in some light-hearted banter, then let me deliver the second piece of news that I came up here to tell you about. The Pyrocross team is hereby suspended, in case you didn't notice. Fuck! <laughs> yes, there you go. Too many of the students are now sick, and until everybody gets better, there will be no Pyrocross. So, eat a dick. And he leaves. Wait, how many people are, are needed to be on a team? Literally four. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do I have any throwing yes. knives? So it sounds like the two of us have to step in as the stand-ins and we're going to win the championship game and take him pride. People don't be sick. For, I mean, it's sort of like, sure, practice might be canceled this week, but like, <laughs> we'll be back at it next week unless everybody's dead. Which would be a thing because this motherfucker ate a bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people get locked up for three months. They don't come back out. You, you know, know what I'm magic. saying? 
Yeah, you know, magic, cure wounds. All right, so moral of the story is Titus has got to die. So moral of the story is we got back, 90% of the school's sick, Pyrocross is canceled until further notice, and... Titus is still an asshole. Classes are canceled too, so like, I don't know what we do for the next week. <laughs> or more. I guess we ask... Uh, do Professor d- Kane, if he's got any extras, and then uh, just hole up in our room. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do we just spend an entire week just verbally abusing Titus? Or do we leave the school and then come back in a week? Yeah, go on, like, fall break. <laughs> or just leave. Where would you like to go? We're going to throw a filler episode in here, boys. Do you have somewhere to go? <laughs> you have a family. Does Titus have a family? We should murder yeah, them. We can <laughs> go be real prank. Go go have breakfast with Titus's family and win them over and have them absolutely love us and talk up highly about us to <laughs> Titus. Ah uh, yes. Have them be like, oh, you know these guys. You should really be friends with them. They seem like such great guys. Be like, I wish they were my sons instead of you. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, that would show them. Do we know if Titus has a family? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he does, but we don't know them. Well. You've been at school together for quite some time. You don't know them by name or anything, but you know that he has a family. Guys, don't worry. I can call in a favor um, from either the dean of our school uh, for House Chromatar or... He owes you one. Or uh, <laughs> Fackham. He's got to owe us at this point, too. I can, I'll get that information. Maybe we, maybe we do that in the morning. <laughs> What's your fucking plan here, a Dragon Ball Z filler episode of us trying to woo over Titus's parents for what reason? <laughs> well, according to my background... <laughs> to be the skill they never had. <laughs> my background as an athlete makes it so that there's a 50% chance that they're fans of me. <laughs> <laughs> they just already know who I am. <laughs> Is this the wall coming over for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's at least an idea, unless somebody else has a better idea. I'll sign a jersey for his dad. (laughs) We've done... Uh, Any idea? Some really dumb shit. (laughs) (laughs) That might be up there as the dumbest shit I've ever heard us We can either go see Titus' family, we can stick around and try to see if there's a reason that everybody's sick, if it is like the flu, or if it's like suspicious activity for why the fuck is everybody sick right now. Which... I don't know. I'm just kind of a suspicious person. I want to say, as a student, the teachers just said, hey, there's a big old pandemic going around. Stay in your buildings. I'd probably just stay in my building and jerk off for a week. I don't know. We share a room, num nuts. (laughs) 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 All right. If you see my trunk, just (laughs) my trunk. Use your trunk? I... (laughs) I can use my trunk. You just oh, so the average person <laughs> masturbates with their nose, do they? <laughs> you use three and a half. I mean, if you could, wouldn't do you? you? Blow with your nose normally? <laughs> do you normally wrap it around your member? <laughs> three foot bars of soap and jerk off with your trunk. You are some sick bastard. <laughs> if you jerk off with your trunk, does it feel like getting a trunk job, or does it feel more like giving a trunk job? <laughs> Kidding. Do you ever get it in your nose? <laughs> do you have those stubby elephant hands or do you have to like just... <laughs> well, do you actually have fingers? Like what's the... Yeah, yeah, I think... Uh... Do you have like man hands but like an elephant body? That would be fucking creepy. Either way, is it like your, I think... shoot, your feet are like elephant feet? Yeah, I have elephant feet and legs. I have human hands, okay. an elephant face. I think I have the torso of an elephant, but elephant arms. So, like, elephant Elephant feet. arms, but human hands? It's like when you take a little, when you take a little <laughs> doll hand in your sleeve like that. It's just little baby hands and <laughs> giant arms. I'm trying to remember. Where's the wrist? <laughs> no, I think it's elephant feet, legs, and torso, but human arms, hands, and elephant face. So, the only thing human about me, hold on. No, this is wrong. <laughs> It's elephant feet and legs. Either human, way, I see you when I have a bad Human night. torso, arms, and hands, but elephant face. Oh, it's mattress, SpongeBob, mattress, <laughs> mattress, blanket, pillow. Can I, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> and I almost had it. <laughs> so, long story short, 
Long story we short. We could either go find Titus's parents, and they could or be circle fans of the for a week with everybody in the room. We have three, early choices. We have three <laughs> options here. We need another option to be presented before us with some divine entity, well, a.k.a. Well, the check Dungeon this Master. out. We got three options. We could go woo Titus's parents with the wall being an athlete. We could go circle jerk in our dorm for a week and just pretend like people aren't sick. Both have the same impact. Correct. Or we could be cautious and figure out why everyone is sick when we mysteriously disappeared. That sounds like an adventure. The thing from the the, the place. Maybe they learning. just all got caught out in the rain. Drinking pina coladas. <sighs> I think you two are going for different quotes, but I don't know what Matt's was. I mean, just they, they were out in the rain. Oh. They got a chill. Okay. They got a so you weren't doing it didn't seem like it was that bad. It was just a schneeful, right? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like people are, like, deathly ill. It's, it's just, like, like, the cold. Literally you know a cold. Of. Yeah, I mean, people could but be But they cancel all the classes. There's no sports things going on. It's shut down. Some would say it's in lockdown. Yeah. So well, all I know is I'm not taking the uh, that magic vaccine they're going to be handing out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's going to get in your bloodstream and control your mind. <laughs> it's going to attract the aliens. They'll know my every move. <laughs> They'll know my cholesterol. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, what else? I mean, there's literally nothing else to do, right? Jerk off right-handed, jerk off left-handed, apparently jerk off with your trunk. Yeah, no, we're just told that we're students trying to go through class and we just completed our assignment. So it sounds like we should buy no, like classes are canceled for the week. Everybody's sick. Be safe. There's nothing worth doing. Or we can go to the market. <laughs> Found ourselves a whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could go off campus as uh, we are seniors. Dixon keeps suggesting, but off campus where? Other than Titus's house, I'm not sure. Whorehouse. Let me just toss out a couple other things that you may have forgotten happened. Perfect. Uh, in episode one, your classmate Nora had mentioned to you that the person who was in your dorm previously went crazy and is, and is in the infirmary. Oh, yeah. And their other dorm mates had all died. There is a piece of information that Dixon has that he has not shared with the group. No, there's not. No, well, I, re- I remember that too, but I couldn't metagame and say, hey, what's that information that you know? Maybe we should act on that. So if he wasn't going to say anything, I was going to just move forward. <laughs> no, I never. It's forgotten information to me. <laughs> okay, well, there is the uh, infirmary thing that everybody knows about, just as another thing out there. I'll be honest. I, I did not know that that was the case. I knew that a bunch of students died that lived in our room. I forgot. I heard somebody went crazy. I didn't know they were, like, on campus crazy. I guess, yeah, if we're trying to solve the sickness mystery, we should go talk to them first. Unless we just believe it's a cold and just want to jerk off for a week. (laughs) I could stare at that message for a week and then not tell you about it. (laughs) Okay. Whatever it does it for you, man, I guess. Listen, (laughs) listen, guys. Whatever visual stimulation you need. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Jacking it to that, like that. I'm all about that death. We are the surge, I'll show you a surge. <laughs> oh, is that what that said? We are the surge? Yeah. Yeah, I felt the surge alright when I read that too. <laughs> but that's fine, we don't know that. Only Dixon does. Uh, <laughs> Alright. So, through the divine intervention that we heard, we could also go to the infirmary. So, that's option... Four. Right, everybody mask up. Four. The that's the, probably the best option, then, since it was divine. It's the only one that seems productive. No, I'm just giving you additional things. Unless... To the infirmary... Or to Titus's house. I'm not going to fucking Titus's house. That would I mean, be my way of spending this week bullying him is by winning <laughs> over his parents and dating his sister. Well, we're not doing that. Dating his sister. <sighs> Sorry, he only has a brother. Would Manny really do that? <laughs> <laughs> Manny would definitely go talk to his parents to try to, like, bully him in such a... <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I've been hanging out with you assholes a lot recently. It might be changing. 
<laughs> but the wall I would also definitely... don't think Dixon would just show up to some random person's you know, house. That would be an awkward dinner conversation having you sitting there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> knock, knock. I will also say that you um, could study. That's for nerds. You could just jerk off and study. That's also for nerds. The pages will be all sticky. Oh, you know all about that, don't you? I guess I'll study. I don't know. <laughs> Milo, do you want to go to dinner? <laughs> so I need to know what you're going to do so that I can uh, tell you what happens. Well, we have four options. I have a D4. I think that we let the dice decide. <laughs> I'd say we have like more like two options. Or we can go to the fucking infirmary. Infirmary? Infirmary. Titus's parents. <laughs> <Titus's. laughs> Jerk off. Night on the town. <laughs> or go off for the whores off campus. <laughs> Seems like we have one one option. The horse. You guys are so lo- Oh wait. It was a two. You that didn't even know what you numbered it. Two was the right option. No, two was Titus's parents' house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We choose to <laughs> fucking. Um, I think I'm gonna study if they do that. <laughs> Great wall, are you in? Oh yeah, me and you, and they can go to the infirmary. <laughs> Unless if anybody else wants in on this sister bullshit. <laughs> I don't even think he has a sister. I think he has a dog. <laughs> All right, we'll go to the infirmary. <laughs> They better have some good nurses down there. <laughs> right after me. Yeah. <laughs> but Titus's house is still like <laughs> a thing we can do one day, right? <laughs> Guys, listen, I know that <laughs> I know that I'm a little hung up on this Titus thing. And Wall, I know I know you got my back, which which I appreciate, buddy. Does Titus have any pictures of his family up? Anywhere in his dorm that we could go see and see what we're getting into. <laughs> I'm sure you could find out a way to get into his uh, into his dorm room. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> fucking crying. That shit got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, good. Listen here, Wall, Milo, <laughs> Dixon. I could set aside bullying Titus for now. As long as that's only temporary. <laughs> we will need to get back to bullying him because I don't like the way that he came off and tried to be... I, I don't like that he tried to showboat for something, like, mediocre that Wait, he accomplished. weren't you some nervous nerd kid and I heard talking about I'm going to bully the fuck out of this kid? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even paying attention to what he's saying. I'm just walking past him and going to the, the wall. The wall has been the one bullying him for the most part. I'm just saying, like, I don't appreciate the way he tried to come and talk shit to us and I'm going to get him back for it is essentially what I'm going after. Well, the wall has been bullying him because he knows he's a dick and has been being a dick to, to Manfred and the wall's right. all about his team. Right, and this is kind of my way of saying, hey, I'm going to need your guys' help to get back at him for this one. That's that's really what that whole conversation was there. Ooh. It, I, I know it might have been mistranslated a few times, but that's as simple as that, that conversation was. And also, his sister might be hot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you guys are trying to figure out what Manny actually means by bullying Titus and how you're going to accomplish that. Meanwhile, Milo has decided that he wants to leave the dorm room and go investigate at the infirmary. So, everybody take off your headphones except for Milo. (laughs) Alright, I think we're all clear. Okay, so Milo, as you make your way down the tower with this conversation about bullying Titus ringing in your ears. You can hear the coughs of people through dorm rooms as you go down the stairs. Uh, Once you reach the atrium and you start leaving out towards the front doors, you see a body. Oh, shit. Lying in front of the doors. Okay. I check for signs of life. And that's where we're going to end our episode. Oh, we're ending? Yep, we'll do that next time. Everybody else can put their headphones on. Oh, you guys can load up. Should we, uh... Alright, well, obviously (laughs) Milo walked away, guys. Should we catch up with him and continue this conversation? Sure. We'll we'll come back to that. Well, we'll have to figure that out next time, because uh, we have reached the conclusion of this episode of the Death Safe and Bros podcast. What is Titus? Does he even have a sister? (laughs) Uh, What's his race? He is a human. Yeah.
Or uh, he might be elf. I can't remember. I think he was elf. A giant elephant, a giant turtle, and then Dixon. What even are no you? no part of are this. Are you dragonborn? Yes. A dragonborn, <laughs> an elephant, and a turtle walk into Titus's house. Sounds like a bad joke. Scales, dry skin, and more scales. <laughs> okay. Like I said, that's the end of the episode, so we will have to hear the punchline for that potential joke next time. We hope that you enjoyed this short episode. The plot is thickening, as as Milo knows, as the rest of the group does not, and we'll uh, see the ramifications of that soon. But until then, if you would like to catch up on other aspects of the show, you can follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros, where we have bloopers, recaps, and extra content that is exclusive to that platform. I don't know why this is coming out so weird, but we're going to keep rolling That's with what it. She said. The ramifications. And uh, if you would like to keep in touch with us in the meantime, you can find us on social media at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. Although maybe not Twitter in the future if uh, it keeps going the way that it's going. Uh, if you would like to keep in touch with me personally, I am at HP Camper on all platforms except for Instagram, where I'm at hpcamper.14. Twitter's been great. Uh, you can find me at Benfro15. I'm at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. I'm at the Reddit at our fucking name. You can find me on the PlayStation Network as FATT-Smith. And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Magic Escape Room and Sneaky Adventure are by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io.